Welcome back to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz along with Mark Teresi. The time is coming up on 8.23 on this Monday morning in Chicago. Uh, 312-255-8408. We've been talking with uh, Greg Pierce, publisher of Active Publications, and talking about him as a community organizer in the Chicagoland area and what they're doing about the pandemic with members, congregations. We're going to join us by phone. We're going to keep Greg for the whole hour, but join us by phone is Bridget Dracy, one of the two narrators of the audiobook version of K. Metris, author of the book, After the Fear, Come the Gifts, Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings. So Kay and Bridget, welcome to the program this morning. Are you with us, ladies? Yes. Yes, is. I am. This is Kay and Bridget. Well, Bridget, we go back, oh my gosh, with uh, <laughs> Bridget, I've known you along with Mark Treacy here. Your husband, Chuck, taught me in the college seminary when I was a freshman Back in the fall of 1971. Communications. Oh Communications, 49 years ago. I was never part of his theater productions. I was not into uh, acting. So, no, and Chuck is a great actor. And so I met you. We go back almost 50 years, Bridget, but that's amazing because you're 39 years old. <laughs> that's exactly right. And it, uh, so this is marvelous to be with both of you. And uh, so, Kay, I just find the title of your book, After the Fear Come the Gifts. Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings. Now, Greg Pierce, you're still with us, correct? I, I am. Okay, I don't am. go away, Greg. So it, uh, I find that title of your book fascinating, Case, Say more about that. Oh, Greg, well, when I, re- uh, when I had breast cancer a few years back, of course, like most people who get a cancer diagnosis, it was scary and surprising. There was no cancer of any kind in my family. But I had the usual routine, the surgery, the chemotherapy with the hair falling out, the radiation, all of that. And after I'd been through that, I began to notice that I had, was somewhat different. My personality had changed some. I experienced life a little bit differently. And so I started writing down, trying to be clear about what exactly had changed. Uh, I mean, I know all adversity produces some kind of transformation. And when you're going through it, all you see is the negative. All you see is, you know, how awful this experience is. Mm-hmm. But afterward, and this may be true now with what our country's going through, after you're through the worst of it, you begin to reflect and say, wait a minute. In my case, some of the changes I noticed were things like I was more willing to ask for help. I uh, valued other people giving to me and um, more willing to surrender, I guess you would say, surrender control, which had always been pretty important to me. I like to feel like my life was in control, and I realized it wasn't, it isn't, and it probably never will be. Um, There were a lot of changes I noticed. My extreme introversion began to loosen up a little because I needed other people. I needed to talk to other people. I needed to hear their stories, all of that. So there were a lot of changes that I noticed, and I thought, I wonder if my sisters, there are legion of breast cancer survivors, as you probably know. Mm -hmm. And I was considering them my sisters, and I don't actually in my biological family have any sisters, but I thought we're all in this together. I wonder if it would be helpful to someone else to write down some of the things that I noticed 
So that's that was the uh, the reason that I wrote this book, and it's a personal book addressed to my sisters. So, Kay, part of your background, which I'm fascinated with, is you're an English instructor, you're a hospital chaplain. It's almost like those two uh, skill sets all of a sudden came together for you in expressing yourself in this illness. Yeah, I think that's right. I do enjoy writing. I enjoy reading. I spent a lot of time in the library reading about other people's cancer experiences, and it made me realize we have a lot in common, both men and women, with what we go through with something like this. It just really shakes us up. Now, along with what Kay is talking about, Bridget, how do you connect with Kay with your own story? Well, my friend Julie and I, Julie Halpern, we're both professional actresses, and we were looking for a book to record. And so I called our friend Greg, the other Greg, Greg, Greg Pierce, Pierce, right, and uh, asked for a suggestion. And he suggested, um, after the fear come the gifts, and Julie and I read it, and we just loved it. We thought it was very different as a self-help book, and we thought it was really effective. So we chose to... Uh, record that, and now it's up on audible.com. Now, Bridget, people will probably don't realize you're a Sarah Siddons scholarship winner, an established actress, particularly in the Chicago area. You had a film and TV show this year. Um, could you read an excerpt from the book? Yes. Um, I have some excerpts prepared here. I li- I'm it's only an it. hour show, Bridget. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to go to break in one minute, Bridget. Okay, Greg, I can't hear what Bridget is saying, but I'd love to hear it. Can okay. you turn the mic on her? I'm going. I'm going to read a part that shows uh, case humor because I think humor, no matter what, even with what's happening to us today, you see everybody sending funny things. So <clears throat> this is um, this is the part um, in my experience. A combination of patience and humor can make an enormous difference. I may not be able to hurry the recovery process, but I can laugh at my mistakes, at least on a good day. My husband and I have developed a betting system to lighten the situation. We call it you-owe-me-a-quarter solution. When a disagreement on a point or facts arises, whoever is proven wrong has to cough up a quarter. So far... I'm only down 50 cents. <laughs> and it goes on. I think there's, at a time like this, really at all time, you can't lose the gift of humor. In fact, one I heard a good one lately was, uh, I'm having a uh, quarantine party tonight. No one's invited. And that, uh, <laughs> Mark, take us and, the break. Take and on break. that happy note, we will be taking a little break, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408. We'll be back with Dr. K. Metris and Bridget Duffy-Geraci in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Chicago's Got Sisters. Are you curious about religious sisters? Interested in exploring if religious life is for you, but you don't know where to begin? If you are a single Catholic woman aged 18 to 40, Chicago's Got Sisters is your chance for a no-strings-attached event. During the weekend of April 17th, get to know, pray, and spend time with Catholic sisters from a variety of communities. That's 24 hours to explore various forms of consecrated life in the Chicago area. Chicago's Got Sisters, April 17th to 18th. For more information, visit vocationscava.org. That's vocationscava.org or call 312-534-5240. Chicago's Got Sisters. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeteryschicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresi, here assisting him diligently in some moments. <laughs> Beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. At all times. Uh, Greg, you know, there's a beautiful quote here um, from Dr. Janet Barzik. Kay's journey eloquently summarizes what so many of my patients with serious illness struggle with on their emotional and psychological—it it focuses on— emotional, psychological needs, which oftentimes get buried in the management of pressing medical needs. Greg, how did you find Kay, and how do people find this book? Well, first of all, Kay found me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and she brought the book to me, and I liked the book right away. But the one thing I did say to her, and, and Kay, you could speak to this as well, I said, it's not so much the details of what happened to you that people care about. It's what they are going through and what you learned that may be helpful to them. Mm -hmm. You could certainly get the book, uh, you know, on Amazon and most bookstores if they're still open. You can also go to actofpublications.com, 
and buy the book online or call 800-397-2282. That number once again, Greg. 800-397-2282. And it's capital A-C-T-A, actapublications.com, you said? Correct. Good. And, and the name of the book, After the Fear, Come the Gifts. Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings. Yes. So maybe Kay could speak to that. Sure, that'd be great, Kay. Kay, in the middle of a thought before we had to go to break, and it, uh, in terms of just... Yes. So, you, you, Kay, you've got the floor. <laughs> okay. Do you have any specific questions? Yeah, in fact, yeah, I do have one, and that is uh, about 25 years ago, I was on a retreat, and I was asking the people going around the room, name one of your gifts or blessings in your life. And one guy said, one of my gifts is I'm a good teacher. Someone else said I'm a good speaker. Someone else said I'm a good athlete. And a woman said... A gift in my life has been my depression. We all looked. And I said, could you please say more about that? And she said, my depression has made me more dependent upon God. And I always remembered that. And so when I saw the title of your book, After the Fear Come the Gifts, Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings, I thought back to that retreat 25 years ago and that woman's gift was her depression. So maybe along those lines, I've never seen a book title talk about breast cancer's nine surprising blessings, how you've kind of flipped it. And, you, and it's the old thing is, in some ways, you're turning um, lemon into lemonade. <laughs> yes. Well, the wise woman who spoke during your retreat about her depression being a great gift, there's a lot of wisdom in that. I, I think one of the things that her depression or perhaps anybody with a serious illness experiences, is they need to learn some self-compassion instead of judging ourselves mm -hmm. for what we're going through mm -hmm. or our anger about it or our fear, whatever it is, to learn to take better care of ourselves. And in doing that, we increase our compassion for the whole human community. You know what I might do, Greg, if, you, if, that would, if we have time, is I'll read a paragraph, the first paragraph, actually, from this book, which is quite a personal book, but uh, the introduction and the, the foreword of the book goes like this. My sisters, this is what 14th century mystic and theologian Julian of Norwich wrote in her book, Revelations of Divine Love, after suffering from a life-threatening illness. She wrote, all will be well, all will be well, all manner of things will be well. Julian's sentiment may stand in direct contradiction to the way you remember feeling when first hearing the diagnosis, you have breast cancer. It was not at all how I felt either. It is not the usual response to the terrible news that you have a disease that may be life-threatening. This disease changes us in many ways, large and small. But I came to learn that the changes in our lives are not all negative. There are moments for all of us that are terrifying and painful. But as surprising as it seems, I now see that the discoveries we make about ourselves in adversity in confronting cancer 
are rightfully to be viewed as gifts. I have changed and grown through the struggle, not in spite of it, but because of it. I suspect we all have. Sharing my experience is my gift to you, my sisters. So that's the first paragraph of this little personal book, and it goes into some of my story. But my hope is that it resonates with a lot of women. And some men have told me it was like they felt going through their prostate cancer. Um, it's, It's a human experience. Well, here's the thing which you're talking about there, Kay. I address it to women. It's really for men and women as we go through pain and struggle. It's interesting that you were reading that paragraph. Uh, Rabbi uh, Harold Kushner some years ago wrote a book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. And And one of the chapters he talks about when something bad happens to you, something tragic, the normal question is to ask, why me? Good question. But he says the question should be, so what am I going to do about it? And uh, I think you've done something about it in getting Bridget to do the audio version of the uh, audiobook version. And you wrote a book. And you keep talking about my sisters to my sisters. You're going beyond yourself to the wider community. Uh, we have to go to a break here at 840. Mark, take us a break. Okay, WNDZ, 750 AM. Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. When we come back, I'd like to ask Bridget to... Choose uh, an excerpt that really impacted her life in her in her journey, in her cancer journey. We'll be back in a few minutes. Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Supich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We cover all the latest guidelines and directives from the Archdiocese in regards to COVID-19. St. Barnabas School in Beverly raises funds for pediatric cancer research in honor of an alum who lost his life to the disease. And we have a feature on hospital chaplains and how they bring comfort to the sick and their families. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats, and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. 
Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. This special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. back WNDZ 7:50 a.m. Catholic Chicago uh 3122558408 we're with Kay Bridget Greg yeah. talking about after the fear come the gifts now it's interesting Kay because off the air Greg and I were talking and I had it wasn't cancer but it was a life-threatening illness about 9 years ago and I'm looking at all of the nine gifts and um guess what this book can be available to anybody who suffered any kind of a traumatic illness because all of these gifts. I'll pick two. Learning to ask for help. Okay, you sound like uh, you said you're a control freak, so am I. But then all, but then all of a sudden you have to ask. Maybe that I should have but any, softened that a little bit. But anyway, um, the idea is you got to learn to ask for help. And there's no weakness in that. And, and what's interesting about that, Greg, I think, is that people like to be asked for help. It's as if we're giving them a gift when we need them. Yeah. In fact, Kubler-Ross, when she did, she did a book on death and dying with young people, one of the things they said with the siblings was if they could help that young person who was terminal in the process of their dying, that there was a healthiness to that, and they mm -hmm. felt part of that process. Now, Bridge, I wanted to ask you, in your journey, can you share a paragraph or an excerpt from the book that really impacted your life in terms of, boy, did that resonate with me? Yeah, and you know something, Mark? Uh, this book, this is what impressed me most about the book, that it's so accessible. Mm -hmm. And you pointed out, you know, to everybody, really. And this is just a very short paragraph about uh, one of the gifts. Our souls are forged by the refining fire of illness. It is just another respect in which cancer gives us a gift. Perfectionism is out. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, contentment is in. It is a gift to be resilient in the face of grief and loss and to rejoice just in being alive. Hmm. And I just think it... it That's powerful. It, yeah, it That's speaks powerful. to all of us. Yeah, Lovely. It, it, yes. uh, and I think that when you have something that's life-threatening, you can say, oh God, why me? But here's an interesting perspective. We can talk about in times of tragedy, in times of loss, in times of illness, oh God, why me? Mm -hmm. But also another look at, way of looking at it would be is um, beside God, why me? God, why not me? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so it's just yeah. like, you know, for example, when you win, um, an example was given to me once, when you win something big, you say, oh, thank you, God, and, you know, thank you, God, and, um, but when was the last time something tough happened to you, 
you say, thank you, God. Yeah, you know, um, sometimes it's very hard to walk out on our faith, but Mm -hmm. we know we have to do it. And with me, um, I don't know, you just get some kind of a gift of resilience. I mean, you really do. You think, I can do this. After my experience, I was on my feet doing a show two weeks later. Yes. And a friend of mine said, uh, how are you doing? And I said, I'm really doing well. She said, that's baloney. You couldn't possibly be doing well. <laughs> but I was. Mm-hmm. And she found it very, and she called me later and apologized. She said, I couldn't believe what you were saying, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, well, I yeah. married a tough Irish woman, ah, so I know what I, <laughs> I hear. You. I hear you. I hear oh, you. Mary, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is, that's a, uh, and I think the thing is with your book, Kay, and maybe can even Greg jump in for a moment. You saw something in that book, Greg, that maybe even cadency. Tell our listeners once again when you were going to put the book into publication, but the aspect you said to Kay, it was, you said this about 10 minutes ago, not so much you did to you, but how it helps others. Say that again, Greg. Well, the, the, the whole point was that people aren't as interested in what Kay's actual experience was, what happened Tuesday morning, what happened Wednesday morning. What, she, what they are interested in is her lessons that she learned and has digested and processed and prayed about and then is able to say in a very beautiful way. So, you know, we designed this book. It's even designed to be a gift. It's meant to be given to somebody who just was diagnosed with cancer or is just coming through it. And uh, I urge your readers, if they know anybody in this situation, to either uh, go to actapublications.com and order it, or call 800-397-2282. That number once again, Greg. Or go to audible.com and get Bridget and uh, Julie's wonderful reading of the book. Again, give us that phone number for Acta Publications. It's 800-397-2282. And Dr. K. Metris, M-E-T-R-E-S, After the Fear, Come the Gifts. Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings. Mark, take us to break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. One little suggestion, too. I think I know so many wonderful priests. This is a great book to provide to seminarians up at Mundelein so that they understand pastorally how to approach folks with this disease. We'll be back in a few. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. That's 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, 
healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Homes March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. This Lent, you are invited to participate in CRS Rice Bowl, the Catholic Relief Service's Lenten Faith in Action program. CRS Rice Bowl provides the opportunity to live out the Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, while lifting up the stories of our brothers and sisters overseas. 75% of funds raised through your generous donations will support CRS programs around the world, while the remaining 25% will fund Rice Bowl grants for local programs here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. To learn more about current Rice Bowl grantees and to access CRS Rice Bowl resources such as stories of hope, videos, and meatless meal recipes, visit archchicago.org CRS. back. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. K, question. Uh, I would like to know the title of your sequel. So how has your life changed, um, not only because of the cancer, because of the reflection of this book? And what's the title of your next book? And give me a little bit of, give me a little teaser. And what's what's going to be in the book? I haven't written the next book. I'm sure it's in your head. You're an English. You're an English. I haven't teacher. written. You, you love writing. Yeah, I do love writing. Yeah. Well, that's that's inspiring for me to ask that because occasionally it crosses my mind. I wonder if I could write about this or that. So, you know, it's the Holy Spirit that prompts these things, and that, I felt that so strongly deciding to write this book and wondering if it could get published and where and all of that. And somehow it just happens. Now, Kay, and even this radio interview just happened. Now, Kay, where do, you, where do your kids and grandchildren fit into the whole picture of your recovery? Ah, uh, uh, that's a wonderful question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have three adult kids. None of them live in this area. And I have four little granddaughters. Each of my oh. sons has two girls. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, the joy of being a grandparent. I don't know if any of you on the, on the phone know about that, but oh, that yeah. is something wonderful to live for and to think about the blessing that they are. Uh, my, my kids, well, one of the things I, I will say, and I think, Many people who are seriously ill may feel this way. I wanted to see each of my children at one point when I was in the hospital Mm -hmm. because I thought my cancer had spread to my lung and that I had lung cancer and all that stuff. Uh, And I was terrified, and I wanted each of my kids to visit me without their families because I wanted one-on-one time Mm -hmm. with them, and they all came. They came from wherever they were. There's something about 
the closest people to our hearts that we need when we're really struggling. That was a great gift to me, that they all came, visited me in the hospital, whatever. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I, was but one, that, I, I was wondering, your granddaughters, did anything spring up in your mind about, because they would probably be younger. How old, how old are your grandchildren, Kay? Now they are. there are twins who are seven, mm-hmm. and there are two teenage girls, uh, 13 and 17. Oh, they're still very young, mm-hmm. all four of them. Yeah, they're young. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they, if they have read the book, The Older Girls, or not. Maybe not. But I know that I'm very close to them, and um, they're really glad I'm still here. Yeah, what a gift so you it's, are. It's very interesting. In, in the book you've written, Kay, you remind me of you know Cardinal Joseph Bernardine, who died in November of 1996. What made him so loved by the people of Chicago well, for many reasons, one of them was during his cancer illness, he allowed us to be part of the journey. That's right. He allowed us yeah. to be part of the journey, and we entered into his, his life, into his uh, dying, into his death. In some ways, the same with you, with your illness, you invited us into the journey so we can enter. In so many ways, this book is for everyone because there's no one here listening on the program this morning who hasn't experienced hardship or loss of a loved one, illness yes. in their own life. And yes. so what you've done, you've allowed us to enter the journey with you and tap into our own story through your story. And you know what yes. else, Greg? Um, Kay keeps yes, I think, the reader uh, in mind at all times and keeps pulling in the reader. Mm-hmm. There's one other little paragraph, if we have time here, where she does that. Go ahead. In the closing, um, go ahead. Read that one little uh, segment there, Bridget. As the months of treatment wore on, I was plagued by unanswered, sometimes unanswerable questions. Maybe you were too. And then she continues, questions like, how would chemo affect me now and in the years to come? Would I get radiation burns? Would the cancer come back? Focusing my attention on the unknown was a certain recipe for anxiety. I finally decided to surrender myself to the process, knowing I might never know the answers to these questions. In that moment of surrender, I discovered peace. I just needed to trust the process and let go of the outcome. I needed to find the blessing of simply having faith, and I did. That's powerful. An awareness that God is with us in every moment of our mm-hmm. life. I would say, you know, your book right now, Kay, applies to this whole pandemic we're going through because people yeah. feel out of control, their lives yes. have changed, we're stay-at-home condition, we're experiencing things we've never experienced before. But I have talked with families or people individually that have said, this pandemic has unified my family, but also yes. who have said, I'm going crazy, stir-crazy, when's it going to end? So it's been like both ends of the spectrum. We need to bring the program to a close one and thank in a very special way. First of all, from the first half hour, Greg Pierce, publisher of Active Publications, who's joined us by phone. Also, Kay Metris, author of the book, After the Fear, Come the Gifts, Breast Cancer's Nine Surprising Blessings. And Bridget Geraci, one of the two, two narrators of the audiobook version. So to Greg and Kay and Bridget, thank you very much for joining us here today on Catholic Chicago You've been marvelous. And Greg, one more time, the phone number to purchase the book. To purchase the book or to call me if you want to know more about this community organizing approach, 800-397-2282. One more time. We need your help now. 800-397-2282. 
3972282 and ask for me, Greg Pierce. Okay, I also want to thank co-host Mark Teresi. Great job, Mark. Wonderful being thank with you. you. Great being Stay with healthy you. to all our listeners. Thank and you. To thank you. Great so job much. of our producer and engineer. Jim Dish, great work he's doing with radio and TV and for all the tape masses in Chicago. God bless. Stay healthy. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media. Thank you.